Hello. Hello. to Three Stooges Throwback, the comprehensive, encyclopedic compendium of all things Three Stooges. From woman haters to sappy bullfighters, from Curly to Shemp, and even to Joe. I am your host, Gabriel Russo, and I'm looking at all 190 shorts produced for Columbia Pictures by the Three Stooges comedy team. Hello and welcome back once again to the Three Stooges Throwback Podcast. I am still your host, Gabriel Russo, and we are still going over the 190 shorts produced for Columbia Pictures by the comedy team, The Three Stooges. This is episode 34, covering the short Mutts to You. First things first, as usual, I use Wikipedia, IMDB, and TheThreeStooges.net, not TheThreeStooges.net, TheStooges.net to find and gather the bits of information for these episodes. I watch them on Daily Motion or YouTube, read almost every book, I think, on the boys, and I use my own brains to formulate opinions on the shorts, as well as regurgitating the opinions that I have heard of others. With that said, let's get on with the show. Mutz has a running time of 18 minutes and 12 seconds. It was filmed over five days. March 30th, 1938 through April 2nd, 1938, and was released on October 14th, 1938, a whopping six-month wait from shooting to release. They filmed Violent is the Word for Curly in mid-March, and then Much to You in late March, and then Three Missing Links early uh, April, but they released Violent and Mutz in early and late July, respectively, and Mutz didn't come out until October. Interesting, I guess. Curly, Larry, and Moe constitute our Three Stooges. This is produced by the team of Charlie Chase and Hugh McCollum and was directed by Charlie Chase. Story and screenplay by Al Giebler and Elwood Ullman. It seems to be this team with Chase and McCollum, and they use uh, Giebler and Ullman, at least for the last three Chase-driven shorts. The supporting cast is as follows for Mutts to You. We've got Bess Flowers as Mrs. Manning. She even gets a With Bess Flowers in the title, which is great. She's been covered here a bit before. 982 credits per IMDb. That is the most I've ever seen. She was the queen of the Hollywood extras. She made her debut in 1923 and was in three pictures her first year. She was in constant demand in the 1930s. We've got Lane Chandler as Mr. Doug Manning. 394 credits to him in movies and television. He started in silent pictures and then was mostly in westerns. Vernon Dent is Mr. Stutz. We've covered him pretty well before, but here's a little more. In the 1920s, he was a fixture at Max Senate Studios. Senate voided all contracts when he retooled his studio for sound, and Dent moved to a place called Educational Pictures. He was often funnier than the leading men that he worked with, and he was Harry Langdon's co-star at both of the studios. He was born the day after Bud Jameson. We've got Bud Jameson here as Officer O'Halloran, O'Halloran, we've covered him pretty well, 
So we'll move on to John Rand as Mr. Mulcahy. He was a former circus clown who Chaplin used regularly between 1915 and 1936. 86 credits in the pictures to his name. Cy Schindel as the policeman. 162 credits for him. We've covered him a bit previously. Remember, he was uh, he was at Guadalcanal in World War II and got jungle rot that turned, turned into cancer. Knowing that he was dying, he worked constantly to provide for his family. And uh, you got to respect that. I'll try to give the supporting folks full coverage. Just not, uh, you know, not all in one episode. I put a bit here and there, so it stretches them out a little, you know. Um you know, from their bio. So I'm sure I will definitely repeat myself. I've repeated myself plenty of times. And, um, you know, just remember, it's fine. It'll be okay if you've heard that little factoid before. So this short opens on Mr. and Mrs. Manning, Lane Chandler and Bess Flowers, with their baby and a Dalmatian. They are planning to go to Palm Springs. Mr. Manning tells the chauffeur to get the dog washed today. There's a new place on State Street. We cut to the canine dog laundry. Dogs washed while you wait. <laughs> 50 cents. Clipping, curling, simonizing, $1. Mo Curly Larry props. Simonizing is wax. Although today it's that uh, glass coat. Ceramic, like high paint or ceramic paint high dollar treatment. Which it was probably was back then too. But So the customer opens a hatch, right? And their dog jumps in. And goes down a slide to a stall where they grab a rope with their teeth. The dogs do. They grab a rope with their teeth, which pulls a bell. <laughs> Alerting the sleeping boys that someone they have a customer. So they leap into action, running around yelling, a customer, a customer, you know, and knock into each other. They've got quite a contraption here to build to uh, wash these dogs. It's like uh, Henry Ford with the, you know, meets Rube Goldberg. <laughs> you know, they yell contact to start it. You know, I'm going to describe this ridiculous machine as they go. So Larry starts with the dog at the dusting station. Mo pulls a cord and three feather dusters descend on the dog and wipe him clean. Then a conveyor belt takes him to the next stop where Larry uses an icing bag to squeeze soap on the dog. Then it reverses course, goes to the cleaning stop in which many rubber gloves are hanging down. And Mo works the controls and the gloves now scrub and wash the dog who, you know, they pick him up and flip him around. The dog looks super happy about this situation. They conveyor belt down to the next station where Curly is sitting on a bicycle thing with an umbrella and a raincoat on. And Larry fires a starter pistol, which you can see scares the poor dog. But So Curly starts pedaling at the sound of that, which uh, starts a water wheel behind him, kind of a thing that conveys water. To a bucket that has a whole bunch of holes in it and it rains down on the dog. <laughs> so Curly gets tired and uh, Mo calls him uh, on the phone to speed him up. You know, Curly's like, no, you know. And uh, Curly pulls a cord or Mo pulls a cord and this triggers a slapping mechanism. So Curly pedals faster as he gets slapped on the butt. The next station is gloves again, but this time they have some towels. Some have towels. One has a comb. And one has a mirror held up so the dog can look at himself. Larry inspects the dog. Mo tells him to get his hat. It's an inspector hat. Larry takes something in his fingertips over to an anvil and calls for Mo, who pulls a cord, which raises and drops an iron, which kills the flea that Larry has put down and says, Oh, you got me. <laughs> and falls off, you know. 
Mo grabs, he's got a little thing of cologne that dips down a, like a little dipstick into some perfume, you know. And, uh, he puts it on the dog and Curly comes and takes the dog away. And Mo's standing there smelling the perfume, you know. And Larry looks at him like, what are you doing? Aren't you sweet smelling that? And Mo notices him and looks over and Larry raises his eyebrows at him. It's so funny. God, it's so funny. Um, then Mo slaps him, you know, but it's the funniest little Larry's look and Mo's embarrassment is so funny. So the Mannings pull up. He's got to pick up the dog. She doesn't want it to come. She, meaning the wife, doesn't want it to come along on their trip. Calls it a mutt. It's a purebred Dalmatian. So Lane goes in. How's my dog coming? It's the Dalmatian. And Mo says, oh, we're done. The one with the freckles. Curly's at the table giving the dog a manicure, which uh, kind of puts me in mind of that Bugs Bunny cartoon where he's giving the monster a manicure. Let's dip our piggies in the water and their mouse traps in there. So in here, uh, in this one, Curly is telling the dog not to bite his nails. So we cut to the car where Mrs. Manning says, I'll show him. Come on. And she gets out of the car, which is just weird. I'll show him, you know, what she got in mind. So Larry writes up the bill. He drops it in a hanging basket and pulls a gear, which sends it across the room by ropes to Mo. Ha! They've got all these crazy contraptions. I guess it's just one large contraption, really. So it's 50 cents, and Curly has a mini cash register strapped to his belly. And then they get a jackpot, and Mo keeps the jackpot, telling Curly to turn it loose. Mrs. Manning has gotten a taxi for herself. She's not waiting around on the husband picking up the dog. Which is weird. But the boys get in their car and off they go to lunch. Now Mrs. Manning has gotten back to her house and it's, she's locked out. But she, so she sets the baby down on the front stoop and walks around back. She can't carry the baby around back with her. So Mo and Larry are uh, talking in the car about how they're only going three miles an hour and listen to that exhaust. He says, yeah, this old engine ain't what it used to be. And they look back and Curly's pushing the car. Mo tells Curly to come here, and Curly staggers over. Mo tells him to close his cutout, which is his mouth, I guess. That's funny. I love the old slang. He gets a stethoscope and tells Curly to turn it over. Curly huffs a couple of times. <laughs> and Larry is holding the end, and Mo hits his hands, which uh, hurts his ears, you know. So then they look over, and they notice the baby on the stoop in its pram there. Larry says, a baby. Curly says, ain't you never seen a baby? And Mo says, yeah, but what's it doing out there? Larry says, maybe somebody's trying to get rid of it. Curly says, like it's being adopted? And Mo says, abandon, you idiot. If nobody's home, it'll starve to death. He tells Curly to go get it. Curly says, he likes babies. He was once one himself. Mo wants to take it to the police station. Curly says, what, arrest him for loitering? (laughs) Ha! The baby is screaming his head off during this little scene. Mo has an aside. I, I don't. I don't know. It was my idea, but I don't think much of it. Ah! Which is a moment of honesty and a look inside of Mo's psyche. Curly wants to keep the baby. Mo says no, but looks at the cute kid and decides, well, at least we should feed it before we turn it in. And Curly gets all excited, and they move off just as Mister Manning is pulling up to the house. He thinks his wife has gone to Palm Springs, so they drop the dog off and head there. Meanwhile, Mrs. Manning comes out the front door and she sees that the baby is gone and sees her husband driving off and thinks that, oh, well, he must have taken the baby. So, uh-oh. The boys now go back to their boarding house, their boarding house, and uh, the sign above says no, no pets or babies. 
And Curly pats the grocery bag they're carrying and chuckles. And in they go. Vernon Dent here, he's the manager. Mo puts an ice cream cone in his pocket. And Larry puts a balloon. He's carrying an ice cream cone for the kid. Larry puts a balloon under his shirt. And uh, they're trying to sneak by, you know. Baby starts crying and Curly pretends that it's him crying. Mo says he never could stand green onions. They get in his hair or eyes. Larry gets the key, but uh, Dent notices the bulge in his shirt. Larry says, it's something I ate. And Dent pushes on it, and it whistles like the balloon, you know, that squeak of the balloon losing air, you know. Mo's standing next to the radiator, and ice cream starts running down his leg. It's melting. Dent goes over, and he puts three heaping spoons of baking soda in this tiny little glass of water, and then takes it over to Larry. Finally, he drinks it down, you know, to Dent's trying to help him because he's got a big swollen stomach. So finally, they get in their room. Curly has the baby on a rope, and uh, they lift him up so they can see him out of the hamper. <laughs> Dent notices the pool of ice cream on the floor and knocks. Uh, baby gets lowered down into the hamper again, and pr- Curly pretends that it was him crying. The baby's name is Butch, uh, which I don't know who played Butch. I looked it up. They lower the Murphy bed here. The sheet has been cut up, and Mo is mad at Curly for making mufflers for the baby. They keep the sheet that's got, like, triangles cut out of it. So they can wrap the baby up. He says, if you were over here, I'd give you this. And smacks Larry. Larry's trying to put a tiny nipple on this big milk bottle, which is pretty good. The paper boy uh, rolls by outside. He throws a paper in the window and it hits Mo. He goes and hits Curly, who looks at the baby and takes off his jacket like he's going to fight the baby. The front page of the paper is that Butch is missing. They say, oh my God, we got to get this baby back to, his dad, back to his parents. You know, They dress Curly up as a woman. And they're going to take the baby to the police. Uh, Bud Jameson is a cop walking the beat as they come out. There's a worker giving him heck for letting a baby get kidnapped. And they stand there and trade bad bad Irish accents for a minute. Curly comes walking down. He's got these skinny little legs that they need to cover up. so Or they'll get found out, you know. We cut to the Mannings and the police. Uh, and the dog gets the scent and runs off and they follow along. So the boys are now trying to get by Jameson, who wants to talk. And uh, someone cuts on some water. And we find out that they have, uh, the boys have put a bunch of sponges in uh, the, in stockings and put them on Curly to disguise his legs. But now the water is on and the sponges are starting to absorb and grow. They walk off and Curly's lumpy legs are all crazy looking. It tips off Jameson that something is amiss and he gives chase. They duck into the Wong He Lee hand laundry and come out a minute later all dressed in Asian clothes with their hands like in at you know clasped in front of them and heads down kind of thing, looking sort of Chinese. Mo speaks some sort of gibberish to him and Jameson looks over at Larry who cocks his head and smiles at Bud. Bud says, What part of China are you from? I have no idea what Larry says to him, but it's sort of funny. Maybe some Yiddish. How about a habit of good guy, you know, something like that. Mo says, China, east side. Bud's going to take him into the station, but they uh, but they push a cart into him and they run off again. Curly and Butch are bouncing around inside the laundry cart. Mo and Larry are running and pulling the cart and it is flipping over and, the, and all kinds of crazy stuff. <laughs> they just leave it in the shot, though. This young black couple comes walking out of a building and they get plowed over. Then a sidewalk washer... Trips Mo and Larry, and the cart keeps going now, un, uh, unmanned, with, with Curly and the baby in it. 
the Mannings have to hit their brakes not to hit the cart as they're driving up, getting closer to the scene. It bumps into the curb and stops. Bud now has caught the boys as the Mannings and the dog come over. Uh, everybody is arguing, you know, and Curly pops up out of the thing and says, Quiet, you'll wake the baby. Mo says, We found it on the stoop. We're no kidnappers. And Manning says, You aren't. Hey, aren't you the guys who run the dog wash? He says, Yeah, everybody. I'm Mo. I'm Curly. And I'm Larry. Everybody yells, Shut up. <laughs> Manning says, He'll vouch for the boys if they're released. There has been a mistake. And Mrs. Manning comments on how dirty the baby is. And Mo has an idea. We cut to the baby in a bathing cap on the dog washing contraption from the beginning of the short. It's very cute and it's working great, but Curly wants to uh, work a gear or something and they won't let him. And uh, he hits a breaker and the hands that do the laddering, lathering and washing instead grab the baby and start spanking it on the butt. The boys are trying to stop the machine frantically and that is the end. <laughs> So I looked it up, and the Chinese that Larry speaks is, uh, I was right, it's Yiddish. Well, it's a mix of Yiddish and English. He is saying, um, I am a Chinese kid from Slobodka, and I beg you, don't bother me. And I don't mean maybe. Mo's bit of uh, he from China, East Side, is a play on New York's East Side, which was mostly Jewish at the time. Uh, at least that's what it said in the on the internet. It's some sort of a play on that. The skinny legs that I mentioned of Curly's, they're not actually Curly's legs. They are Charlie Chase's legs, the director of the picture. I wondered if how could they be Curly's. He's kind of, you know, chubby with these tiny little stick legs. So when the lathering hands gadget comes down, it hits Miss Manning on the head, and you can see her get low and fix her hat. It's like a, you know, big contraption comes down. This one is a remake of a short called Ten Baby Fingers from 1934. That one had comedian Charles Murray. It was directed by Jules White. Go figure. And My Little Feller in 1937, which was an Andy Clyde short, had the same, uh, was a remake of it, of that one. Andy Clyde was a pretty big comic of the day. He started with Max Sennett. So yeah, it started with Ten Baby Fingers in 34, and then My Little Feller was a remake in 37, and then this one here, 38. Much to you. Curly loved dogs, and he boasted that he owned maybe 5,000 dogs over the course of his life. On live tours, he would pick up strays and keep them until he found them homes. And if he couldn't find them a, ho uh, find them a home, he would just keep them. This one gets a 7 on 3stooges.net. And uh, that, seems a, that seems fair, but I'll go a little bit higher. I'll give it an 8. I really, really enjoyed the, the Rube Goldberg washing machine. And the chaos of uh, the last five minutes of this short is pretty darn good. So I think that's going to bring this episode to a close. And that will do it. Tune in next time when we will look at the next short, Flatfoot Stooges. Thanks for listening. Thanks again for all the nice messages about the podcast. It seems like once a week I, 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 get, I get a nice message, you know. Go to anchor.fm. That's where it's hosted. If you want to make your own podcast, it's a great free site. It takes a lot of the guesswork out of podcasting. It monetizes things easily. It shares to all the podcasting platforms out there. Please go to one of those pod, podcasting platforms and rate and review the show if you would like. It really helps the algorithm, and it helps share the word out there. I go on social media and share it out as much as I can to various groups and whatnot, Three Stooge fan groups and stuff. 
If you're not a fan of the show, just leave it alone. There's no need to give me a one-star review just to hurt my feelings. <laughs> so anyway, I have been your host and chief knucklehead, Gabriel Russo. And we are broadcasting from Stooge Studios. Used to be at the back of the house. Currently is Stooge Studios in the bathroom. See you next time. Bye.